it only could happen to me, right? So, you know, I've just moved. I've just moved again. Yeah. And I get this random message this morning on Tinder, but I don't use Tinder ever. Like, I've not used Tinder for weeks, right? Have this message, and it said something like, oh, have you hit your head on the uh, door frames yet? And we've got like really low door frames in the new house. And I was like, who knows that? Who's watching me? Turns out I matched with the removal man three years ago on Tinder. And no! he's sliding into the no! deep. No! No! We've been talking all day. I'm sorry, no. Run. So awkward. Run for like, your life. Oh. But yeah, he kept asking my mum, like when we were there, he was like, oh, is she on the radio like did she do this and my mom's like yeah how do you know that and i'm like this guy's really really weird fan behavior he knew on tinder three years ago and he slid into the tinder dms again today i mean it's slim pickings out there so um you can't really be fussy so are you going to date the stalker you know what you've seen my ex history so yeah probably Hello and welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. I'm Sophie Kay here with Alex Holcomb and Yasmin Suman. Brap, what up, what up, what up? Hey, 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 hey. Is that a brap into a yeah. trombone? Yeah. Love it. Brilliant. We're low budget Brilliant. here at We Wear Black. <laughs> we haven't got a Patreon set up yet. We are low budget. I've got to make sound effects myself. Um, so today we are doing a brand new episode of On Wednesdays We Wear Black. And this week we're celebrating pop punk. Woo! Yay! Celebrating. If it also means dissecting, probably taking the piss out of, yes. all the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so pop punk. Yasmin, I know you're well into pop punk. You often write about pop punk, don't you? I do. If you Google Yasmin Seaman pop punk, I come up in so many articles. It's like I've got Aww. nothing else to do with my time, to be honest, which is true. But uh, yeah, I grew up, um, like my teen years were 2010 onwards. So I grew up when all the bands like Neck Deep and Knuckle Puck and Real Friends were all about. Mm. And I used to wear plaid and cry in my mum's basement. I'm just kidding. We don't have basements here. But yeah, I used to I used to wear plaid and khaki shorts and watch Jared Alonge on YouTube. It was a time. It was a time. See, I grew up with Blink-182 running naked down the street. <sighs> and today's kids are going to grow up with Machine Gun Kelly and his black tongue and his oh, mis- this uh, is, Megan this Fox is girlfriend. There's, There's we, no good... It, well, there is a good era of pop punk going on at the minute, but then you have Machine Gun Kelly is going to be placed in that amongst <laughs> all the, di- the diamonds and the <laughs> gems of today. Before, like, oh. we, before we get to the old MGK... When would you say was your favourite era of pop punk? 2007. 2007. Why Raya? 2007? Raya, Wait, why Infinity on High. Year? The two best, like for me, Fallout Boy, Infinity on High was 2007, I believe. And um, see Paramore, Riot, 2007. Come on. You've just triggered the, the Gen Z in the other, in the other window because they're like... But that's emo. <laughs> well, no. So, like, oh, technically, Fall Out Boy and Paramore is pop punk. But, it it, is, like, it, there was it, that... It is. There was that weird time in, like, the mid-2000s where, like, MCR, Panic at the Disco, Fall Out Boy and Paramore had emo lyrics and the emo aesthetic but had, like, pop punk instrumentals very yeah. clearly. So, yeah. I'll give that you that. still the best because but, I don't like that... Oh, I'm so sad. I'm gonna drag my words out and be sad. Pop punk. I can't do it. So those two albums for me were great. I'm all punk. about. What are you? Ta- what are you talking about? You telling me you cannot, you cannot cry on a depression day in bed under the duvets with neck deep December? 
You right, can do that. Right. However, I can't listen to it on a loop. I can cry through it maybe three times. And I can't. I miss your it. face. You're in my head. There's so many things. Like, come on. Come on. Yes. Get yes. with it. I like star-cut, darker things to that. Than cry. I was like, oh, give me some screamo. Give me some metal and I can scream and cry under my duvet. I'm, yeah, that's I'm true. I'm a kid, okay? I used, to, I used to cry to sleep with sirens. I don't want to wish. Why does it all sound the same? Because you're such you're a pretty, 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 pretty veins. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so that's when we all got into pop punk. Can I ask a question, right? Because I am... Um, well into blink 182 or blink listen and if you're listening in america right now or you've been spending too long on tiktok so you think you're american um it's all right we're allowed to call it blink 182 was that a yasmin stab (laughs) (laughs) that was just a that was just a stab to the tiktokers um it, you can say Blink-182, it doesn't have to be Blink-182, so I'm saying Blink-182. So mm, Blink-182... I'm tired of getting a... hate crimed on this podcast, you, I'm going to be you, honest. You always get hate crimed on always this podcast. get over it. Yeah. <sighs> so are we a fan of Blink-182 here at, at We Wear Black? Yeah. Of course. Why Good, okay. Why wouldn't I be? Okay, I just got to check, you know, just got to check. Oh, I'll she's doing know. the... Do you like real pop punk? <laughs> okay, name every Blink-182 song. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say yeah. that. Name every... <laughs> every name every song and every video um so okay so everyone's still into that kind of pop punk era when like for me as well are we all into the kind of neck deep state champs era as well yes yes arguably that's my favorite era i am but it's not my favorite how? Why? Why? What's wrong okay. With you? Why? Oh, sorry. Patty here we go. Walters. What's wrong with you? Uh, Patty Walters did not labour his heart <laughs> on Never Happy Ever After. I am you too to miserable and had too much, too many traumatic thoughts in my brain as a child to have that as like my main thing. I was into. I was into really hard, aggressive music. Fair. I went through that and I used to yeah. hate pop punkers yeah. and I particularly hated hardcore kids. Kids don't know why. I think they just look too fashionable, wore too many colours and I didn't trust them. Yeah, that was it. You bitches are haters. Pop punk in 2010. Mm. Hate. If your hate doesn't come out, if your trauma doesn't come out in hate, are you even traumatised? Exactly. Um, are you even a metalhead? Are you, are you yeah. even a metalhead? <laughs> not traumatised. Do you even like metal, bro? <laughs> no. Poser. <laughs> Oh, you like metal. This is what I should go and say to one of that Kardashian that keeps wearing uh, Slipknot t-shirts. You like metal. Mm-hmm. I want to see receipts. Show me the trauma. Show <laughs> me, me trauma. the trauma. I mean, being a Kardashian is trauma enough. So is I'll it, give please? No, oh, please. I, you know, I don't. I'm never on the side of rich people. Sorry if there's any rich people listening. But share the love. Um, so I can't believe I keep attacking, <laughs> attacking rich people. They deserve <laughs> it, though, don't they? don't they you're trying to make yourself feel better don't they though they do though don't they you hate them as well don't you (laughs) all right mate i really hate them if someone put down (laughs) would you eat a rich person if someone was like if i could play out their money that stew is is a stewed up rich person i would go full dharma i'd be like where's their money and why are we eating them why have we not got their money on the table i'd be going back to my african roots and i'd be sucking the bone marrow out of the bone (laughs) We had this conversation many minutes ago. So... It's, all, it's all I want to eat rich people until it's bloody Tony Hawk. Until it's Tony Rihanna. No, we, don't, we don't eat Tony Hawk and we don't eat um, the Blink-182 guys. Uh, so yeah. 
We went off topic. That's my fault. I apologise. We went down a dark tunnel. Yasmin looks so disappointed. Um, so, we, I thought we'd run through. We've run through, like, what we're into. But I haven't actually told you the big, like, what? We've got state champs on the show. What? Because we've no, state bro. champs. That's exactly. so cool, bro. I would die for state champs. BT I would dubs. die for state champs. They are amazing live, um, and they're such nice guys. And it's they so true. Lovely. They're so true. I'm a realist and an optimist, but I swear to you, I'm not, not getting over this. this. <laughs> so true, besties. So yeah. true. <laughs> same besties, same. Honestly. Yes. Yes, they but, um, have written some amazing songs. So we're going to ask them about the state of pop punk. Um, and the first thing we spoke to them about was the pop punk revival and what their thoughts were on it so let's have a quick listen to that by the way it's noisy because it's a slam dunk don't hate us we're not exactly the young band that we once were that just started and was breaking out so now it feels good to have a little bit of status yeah <laughs> it does but it also makes me feel fucking old it's like, <laughs> we're only old if we say that you know right, like, we're not old <laughs> we're young but we've been doing it long enough now to where we see a younger generation coming around too that like we've influenced as well, mm. and it, and it, it, it brings light on like oh that's how we felt coming up and and, and right. being taken under the wing of Newfound Glory and and you know uh, Sum 41 and stuff like that and Yellow Card as we were starting as well. So it's like generation to generation, it feels good. Yeah. Do you know what? I'll be completely honest. What I'm scared of, but you'll probably see it more because you're in it. But the thing that scares me a little bit is. There's like this new scene of pop punk and it's all about the aesthetic a lot of the time rather than mm. the music. And I feel like- I'll go, scene, I'll go yeah, into yeah, the yeah, corner. Yeah, I'll go cry, whatever. Well, like that's the thing. Like now pop punk is blending in with the gold chains. Mm -hmm. right. Yep. That's what I like to say. Gold chains, leather jackets. It used to be like about new balances and fucking like, I don't know, Patagonia. Yeah. <laughs> but everything's blending together and it's like what's right and what's wrong. I like the fact that there are no boundaries with it at least. I think yeah. I still like that fact, you know? I definitely get caught up because like a lot of people are quick to like take a big shit on it, but it's not really fair because we were those young kids once too who were disrespected at every turn, you know. My fear is not about the fashion. I mean, I can put on a, a chain if I want. I'm afraid of like the erasure of like, you know, warp tour and stuff. It feels like yeah. it's skipped Hi. over the last ten years. It's like, oh shit, Blink one eighty two, pop punk didn't happen until again right now. And that's my fear is that like none of it's gonna be paid back to any band from the last ten years. Like you know, you don't you don't see like anybody taking out neck deep or state champs or real friends. Like we're still doing everything we did the last ten years. Maybe it'll head in that direction, but it is I am a little fearful that they might just act like we don't exist. The pandemic I think also took a big chunk out of like the, the steam and like, you know, that, that a lot of bands had as well. So I think since we had all that time to write and record new music, things like that, we need to reassert our dominance in the Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's exactly what we're gonna do. <laughs> do you know what? It's really true what you've just said though about like a certain dominance and I'm glad to hear you saying that because it has got to the point where and I'm gonna say it, I'll say it as it is, I'm cynical, I'm old, what the fuck. Um people from other scenes have jumped onto pop punk yep. and they're, yeah, they're not bringing the heritage with it. And I think if anyone's listening to this and you got into pop punk through that kind of new school, yeah. 
This is one of the bands you need to be listening to. State Champs. Who else would you recommend that people need it to is, like? It is totally okay to be introduced to pop punk via Machine Gun Kelly. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Or anything featuring Travis Barker. That is fine. <laughs> yeah. The that whole spectrum fine. of that. <laughs> but do some research, you know. And also, <laughs> if any if any new gen pop punks are listening to this, let us help you write your songs. <laughs> you keep going in with pop producers, and you're like, I want yeah. pop punk. I, I have I have a bunch of friends that make pop music, right? And these kids step in, they're like, I want like Travis Barker drums, a little bit of Juice World, and that's cool. But you also need those songs to fucking hit hard, and that's where yes. we. Come yes. Yes. I think that we still make it sound the best. Yeah. <laughs> and we can't keep making misery business. <laughs> no. It's been done. No. It's stopped. It's been done again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay that. to like, you know, take influence from stuff like that. But make it your own. Make it your own. Make sure it has dynamics and it fucking rocks. That's my thing. <laughs> just make sure you rock. What would you like to see going forward happening in pop punk scene? I just want to see more bands starting. I want, and I love the fact that the new generation of it and this resurgence is now bringing more rock and guitar and drums music yeah. to the radio and to the forefront, yeah. to yeah. celebrity status. That's great. I would just love to see more band bands come out of it as well. You just know? DIY. And, yeah, and we want to take get you together. Your wing. Let's yeah. go. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. How do you feel about being called emo? Because that's something oh. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, right? I'm sorry, Yasmin. Oh, I'm sorry. Just, this is just a hate Yasmin. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, right? I'm sorry, I was born two years ago. No, no. <laughs> two years ago. I'm two and a half years. I came out the womb yesterday. I'm totally fine with people considering us in the emo scene um are we an emo band no not really we're I pretty think, happy honestly <laughs> I, I honestly i don't care i i think genrefying things is annoying because genre is dead as fuck right now yeah you can do whatever you want but like emo is the the umbrella just gets bigger and bigger and bigger it started with like you know fucking like i'm thinking like midwest emo then to like you know from first to last emo and now like now yeah. we're emo Never apparently emo. so i think that i think the whole emo night thing also like broadens it that's a little true, bit too true, yeah. so it brings in like to just throw back pop punk to throw back screamo throw back metalcore is all part of emo bracket if you will yeah. so like right. i'm fine with it we'll, we'll run with it as long as we can you know yeah we don't care unless someone tries to use it against us yeah. <laughs> state champs emo confirmed State champs to tour with MCR 2022. Oh my God, can you <laughs> can imagine? Can you imagine? That would be sick. I'd pay money for that, you know. That would be so That would be amazing. Bro, I would die for that. <sighs> what I really like about state champs now, and they're, they're delivering some real truth there. There's a lot to dissect. But the fact that it's like Blink-182 and all of those bands, Fall Out Boys, they're not even the dads anymore. They're like the granddads now of pop punk. Yeah. And it's like now that whole era in like 2013 and like the dads yeah because they've really come into their own and they i feel like a lot of bands are looking up to bands like neck deep state champs yes yes we did oh, oh, i love them so and much. so we've got all the baby bands coming through on tiktok i know it's so exciting and they all love those bands like they love neck deep state champs knuckle yeah. puck real friends all of them as it is as well rome there's so many bands from 2013 oh my god what happened so- to rome yeah, I, was I don't say, know. Where I are don't them? know. I don't know. Listen, so like the timeline of pop punk is a confusing one. Twenty seventeen is where pop punk dropped off because all of the bands got outed as beezers, so it was like we had five bands left. But Rome, Rome just kind of they were just like, "Ayo, we out. See ya later." I never really did anything ever again since then. That's really sad. They were a I, good band. I know. I know, I miss them. I miss yeah, them, it's... and then I miss old as it is. I like new as it is, but oh. Yeah. Oh. Old as it is. Mm. Oh. Mm. Patty Walters knew how to make me feel depressed. 
<laughs> he knew how to make me want to cry. Chef kiss to that man. It was very, very good. And now he's doing, isn't he doing Crazy 8-8 eight, eight or something? Well, as it is, I've gone emo, so... Oh, yeah, as it is, I've gone emo. But it's the same thing. Emo is the same thing as pop punk, so it's like... Isn't no, everything emo not. to you Gen oh Zs now? God. Everything is emo. I don't mean in real life. I mean in this weird Gen Bubble. Z life. Yeah, that uh, everyone's living. I mean, not to be a genre freak, but actually real emo consists of bands from the 80s. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was going to say everything is emo. Isn't it? It's a Gen Z. It's a Gen Z. Well, <laughs> yeah. they, call, they call everything emo. It's quite funny. Um, but like the guys themselves are saying that they don't mind being called emo, which is pretty cool because they were saying like genre's dead. And it was funny to hear them saying that because Mike Shinoda has been saying that since back in the day. Yeah. But still, I think we have to have genre. We have to have it. I'm with you. I think we have to because where the thing is, it's great but with you confuse genres i mean there was a massive thing about oh you can't confuse genres like you said but just to get rid of it entirely just seems a bit pointless because what's the point how do you differentiate the sounds like this written differently like from a techie point of view the songs in different genres are written differently so why i just don't know how you can get rid of genre personally yeah exactly it's like oh uh we don't we don't have genre like we don't listen to genre uh, we are our mm. own genre. And it's like... We invented our own genre. We are music. genre. And it's like, come on, you're oh, not like oh, a park. But right? the worst part yeah. is, the worst part is, it's always, we invented our own genre and it's literally just pop oh, rock. That. That's what they yeah, do. Yeah, that is yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. Or they've put a rap so in, a, in a rock song. It's like, bro, you're just trying to do new metal. You're like really yeah. early new or, metal. Or like, trap metal. Stop. They're like, yeah, yeah, I put some 808s in a song. It's so different. I'm like, no, no, it's not. It's really not. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You haven't you haven't broken anything new, babes. Um, it's been done for years, but congrats on finding it. Yeah, people get well pissy about it in interviews, and I'm always like, okay, haha, yeah, of course, yeah, you're so original, but it's like you're really not. <laughs> when you've been around as long as I have, it's like I've heard you so many times <laughs> that it's what you just said like a mashup. Um, so yes, anyway, genre. I think State Champs has some really good points, um, and I think one of the things that stood out to me is the fact that they said they want to see more bands in the scene supporting the other bands in the scene yes that was wholesome yes. that was that good was, mm. yes truth bombs i think it was our machine gun kelly episode that um i read something from ben barlow's story where he said something similar that he's okay yes. with people coming into the yeah, scene no, I saw that. as long as you support where it came from because it's all well and good you know these famous people coming in and doing pop punk but if you're not going to support the underground artists in the scene who are keeping it alive, then you're not really a pop punk, edgy punk. Oh my God, you're just somewhat, you're just a Walmart version of Blink-182. The thing is with pop punk as well, pop punk is all about kids like just chilling in their room, creating music with their friends after school, eating pizza. Like that is the original like pop punk. You can't just be really famous and then decide that you want to do pop punk without any of that aesthetic because you're not, I don't know, it's just not pop punk, is it? It's just industry pop person industry plants industry um, plants it scares pop. me it really scares me that like um there has been some massive like movements in our scene but and the bands who made it really big bands like say lincoln park who we've mentioned or slipknot they were into the scene and it wasn't about just trying to do an aesthetic they genuinely liked the music and it does scare me that a lot of these pop punk bands aren't that into the music um, do you see that a lot, Yasmin? 
It makes us sound like genre freaks, like a, if you don't do this right, yeah, it makes us sound like elitist, right? But it is true in a sense of like, if you're going to come into a community, it's not like pop where you can just churn out music and not actually care about what you're doing. And I I think that's kind of the double-edged sword of commercialising any kind of DIY genre like pop punk, because you can come in and be like, oh, I'm this rich, famous person, and I'm going to do pop punk, but if you're not... If you're not supporting the underground scene, it's it's gonna cause what's already happened now. There's two strains of modern pop punk. There's actual pop punk, and then mm. there's Disney pop punk that the mainstream have. So like Machine Gun Kelly versus Meet Me at the Altar, who are authentically yes. pop punk, yeah. and they're one of the few bands I've seen from the underground scene to actually make it, which is really disappointing. Like there's so many amazing bands: Pink Shift, Action Adventure, um, Nightlife, I guess. But they're they're everything. They're a bit of everything. Um, Meet Me at the Altar is the only band to make it, which says a lot, doesn't it? It's really frustrating that labels have put their money behind. Like if you think of all the artists they've put their money behind, Machine Gun Kelly already had. He was already a, ne- a known name. Uh, they put their money behind um, Willow. Mm-hmm. Olivia... I'll give Willow credit though. Willow has started to take like smaller artists in the scene she on has. tour, like Dwayne. Yeah. So I'll give yeah. her credit but there. Is, but it's the labels, man. But I take okay. I'm going to say something controversial. Don't hate me because I support Willow and I actually really like her. I love Red Table Talk. Um, it does feel like those bands are coming along for credibility, not because she's always been a massive champion of the scene. Yeah. But also other people I was going to list. Young Blood is another one. Like yeah. These people don't have receipts in their past. And unless you have really embarrassing throwback photos. They're not relatable. They're not relatable. If you look at like, say, old school pop punk, it used to be like you could see yourself as that person. There was nothing like expensive about them. There was no mass aesthetic. It was just normally four people with guitars having a good time. Like that's what people loved and related to. I think what I did as a teenager anyway when I kind of saw that and I was like, oh, that's cool. It's kind of like one of my friends doing that. Like, I'll pick up a guitar and do that. That looks really fun. But if you look at like Willow or say Machine Gun Kelly, where do I relate there? How can I relate to that aesthetic and the money? Like you, you can't relate to it. So that kind of kills it for me a little bit. Yeah. Same, same. Because I remember like, I'll tell you what it gives me vibes of is when I was, um, this is quite a while back, but I remember I was not bullied by some of the girls that I worked with, but I was definitely felt really ostracized and they were my only friends because I was from up north. So we used to go out together and I remember this one girl was so embarrassed to be stood next to me because I was dressed in like metal clothes and we were going around fancy bars in London um, that she refused to talk to me all night. Fast forward, wow. however long. Oh, okay. Yeah, what she wouldn't fuck? talk to me in front of because she thought that people, guys who had money, who she could potentially date, wouldn't speak to her because they saw her with me, and I was like the embarrassment in the club. Okay, yeah, that's gross. Uh, oh, fast forward, and I see her in a bar in a Metallica t-shirt. It's the metallic writing, Sophie. Oh, oh my god! It just it really pisses me off because it's like, don't I got bullied for this? Don't cosplay. This, that's this what it's like that's what it feels like i totally get that so you're trying to pretend to be alternative and it's it's kind of offensive to those of us who have dedicated our life to it and been <laughs> bullied for it because this is yes. this is a culture this isn't an aesthetic or a genre mm-hmm. my only issue is though and i find it's more on tiktok when people say that though and it's kind of a boiling pot 
um the generalization that all and it's not that you guys are making this generalization but i think it easy it's an easy mistake to make to think that all young people who are getting into alternative culture right now are only getting into it because they're just doing it because it's trendy and admittingly some people are going to find alternative culture through machine gun kelly i mean hell 10 years ago Mm. people used to say "Ew, you listen to pierce avail that's pussycore but i think it's the journey they take Mm -hmm. to get to where they are now like i used to listen to all the fake poser bands that people used to consider fake poser back in the day used to i was like wait Mm. fuck off (laughs) i used to listen to bring me the horizon i still do listen to bring me the horizon and sleeping with sirens and back in the day that was heavy enough but it led me to listen to more heavier bands so i think um it's not necessarily a problem with the people getting into it it's a problem with the artists themselves and the authenticity like tramp stamps or machine gun kelly it's just not authentic i don't know why labels push it because it's very obviously not pop punk and the community very obviously knows they don't know what what pop punk actually is they see like this blow up of this genre and they don't actually understand the fans behind it or the people that listen to the music and live and breathe pop punk they just see oh that's popular let's get this person with loads of followers to try and recreate it and it doesn't work but the sad thing is that and like mainstream labels always do this um, and mainstream like people in general always do this they don't want to pay the people in the genre they just want to pay yeah. the mm-hmm. popular artists already but the problem is you can do that in pop but we see it from a mile off like we know yeah. what poses are we've all been called a poser at one time in our life we know what a poser is um and machine gun kelly isn't fooling anybody no one has believed machine gun kelly from the start and his whole career is a joke no offense that was a really i hate you it's so rare you come so hard for someone like that do you know who i would support hands down all day every day if they came forward and was like yeah this is my aesthetic and I'm I'm doing this is Halsey. Yeah, because there's that I can video see of her. That, though. There's yeah. that video of her singing Blink One Eighty Two off tune when she was sixteen in a mall, and that's why I know that's girls what we need. Emailed. Yeah, and she that's was how at, you like, know the story so far she's like a massive fan. i think it was a story so far she was like side stage at one of their gigs just like having the best time she is proper into the scene but um i read an interview where she said she was trying to get interviews and press for her for her debut album which was more alternative badlands um and she went to all of these outlets and they wouldn't cover her because they wouldn't no. accept because she didn't sound enough like paramore and they <sighs> couldn't identify her female sound as alternative so that she just got sidelined so that's why she took badlands and went for the mainstream and didn't identify it with alternative see that's just so sad because you know if a label approached her they'd be like yeah oh my god you're great you're something new but the fact that she's done something herself and then wanted to have an interview with these people it just it just shows what what the industry is like really doesn't it Mm, i think yeah well (coughs) <coughs> I nearly died. I just breathed. In well, my coronavirus. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> coronavirus. Coronavirus. All the viruses. Um, right. So we asked state champs another question, and it, it was actually quite hard to word. Listen to this. A lot of people kind of. Um, I've been hating on pop punk and hating on. I mean, we've made fun of Warped ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, because of there have been a lot of bands misbehaving but as a band like you two I've known you right from the start you've always been the most respectful nice people and that's to everyone to fans to press to everyone what advice would you give to new because we're always talking about it we're like how how do you tell new bands 
don't be a dick. Yeah. You, you do you say it just like that. You do just say that. Like, it's okay because there's still punk in our genre, and if you want to be a little piece of shit punk kid, go ahead and do that, but people are going to take that for what it is. Yeah, so you're going to lose your fucking career. You right? have to pick and choose your battles when it's time to be a punk rock kid and when it's time to just be a normal human being. Right, yeah. so, like, we... we we come from upstate New York. There is a certain ethos like woven into us where we were raised like treating people with respect, you know? Yeah. I, don't, I don't meet any of you and treat you like, oh, they're just press, whatever. Like, I, I treat you like a person because that's what you are. And I feel like a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people get caught up in the like, ooh, we sold a couple tickets. Like, I feel I'm riding this high. Like, you're beneath me. And yeah. when you really boil it down, like everyone is just human. And if you just treat people with empathy and respect, you'll be fine. But that doesn't mean we can't tear shit up and smash our equipment and stuff That's when we want thing. to. Like la last night, they were like, "You guys have to cut a song," and I was, I was vehement. I was like, "We're not cutting a song. Tell that guy to fuck off." See, that's punk rock. I, I lost because I'm not in control of playing the fucking. Drums. To be fair, we did not cut. We did have to cut that song. So literally, everyone's like, "Which one are we cutting?" I was like, "We're not cutting anything," because to me, that's punk rock. Who yeah. fucking cares? Like, piss off the stage manager. I'm sorry, bud. Like, maybe I'm not respecting the stage manager right now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like. At the end of the day, this is our first show in two years, but I'm not gonna like go tell that guy to go fuck himself. He's also just trying to do his job, you know? Yeah. So, it's so like, pick and choose the battles and know when it's time to be a punk kid and when it's that's not. That's a good response. See, they're just nice guys. I know. Just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Focus on your music and don't be a dick. We need I to think... put that on a shirt. Be, don't be a dick. Everyone in pop punk. <laughs> <laughs> Dear everyone in pop punk, don't be a dick. dick. That's great. That's merch there. Oh, we would have saved so much time on controversies if pop punk bands need that sooner. It's just, do you know what? I feel like it's because they were kind of, um, you just can't let young men like that, most of them, you just can't let them do their own thing. But that's when they're bad though, that we have to it's, say like, we can't yeah. let young men be around women in these kind of environments. Like... They can't control themselves. That's not an excuse. Mm -mm. The amount Did of people that have been like, oh, you know, they're just boys. No. Boys no. will be boys. Oh, Do you know, I, I have a question though. So like when you look back at like 2000s to 2000, well, 2000s to even 2010 music culture in the alternative spectrum, um, that didn't make sense. When you look back at 2000s, 2010s alternative music, a lot of the culture was built on misogyny. And like, it slaps, don't get me wrong. Oh, like, misogyny sounds good, I'll give them that. I'll give them that. You know what? They made oppression sound fun because <laughs> all the songs calling women bitches and whores and sluts, like, I think it's because it was so normalized in the mainstream anyway. Like, loads of rap and pop songs were doing the same. But can we be surprised that we let men call women every derogatory thing? under the sun and then they went and abused their power like even beyond that like it was glorified to be a rock star and being a rock yeah. star didn't mean making rock music being a rock star meant getting drunk taking drugs sleeping with lots of women and it's like and treating well, them like shit yeah and it's not that i'm taking away the blame from the people who did it but that culture was created um and now i feel like sometimes people can go too far with cancel culture the other way but i feel like it's a pendulum and hopefully yeah, the middle ground will be found yeah mm. and that's not a saying that we think bands who have allegations are a part of cancel culture i think they should rightfully be put in jail that's more like i feel like cancel culture in the alternative world has blown up so much that 
bands who actually need to be held accountable aren't being held accountable because everything is to the extreme now where it's everything is being cancelled yeah Yeah, actual issues are being overshadowed um yeah so yeah but that's a story for another day i could sit and talk about that (laughs) next Um, episode so yeah it's it's really interesting the take they had on just being nice guys and i guess that's something you can't really buy it's just good upbringing yeah common decency yeah wow. who'd have being thought it a good dude <laughs> they are just good people and like like we've said in the past i think labels just need to put consequences in place um but they're too busy trying to count their monies yeah yeah because that's the thing as well sorry i'm i'm on one now sophie you've set me off it's oh. not just the bands it's like the labels the managers the tour managers everybody who turns a blind eye like it's it's a bigger problem than people realize um and yeah i'm just i'm the depressing one of this podcast i'm like did you know that actually the industry is terrible and we're all gonna die (laughs) (laughs) thanks for that um awesome after that we went through um being an emo i think the next thing we have to discuss when we're discussing pop punk especially at the moment is travis barker not blink 182 (laughs) travis barker you know what i love that man but i just Please get rid of Machine Gun Kelly as your friend. I just think the more... I just don't want poor little Travis Barker. If Machine Gun Kelly continues to do bad things, I don't want him to go down with him, personally. And I'm scared that it's going to happen. Personally. And I don't think that... You know, Travis... But I feel like that is going to be the end of his career fully. It's a sticky one because I love Travis Barker. I would die for that man. He is the king. He's the goat. He is like one of my favourite drummers ever. But the way that he's going, he's associating with all the wrong people. He could be working with like actual DIY underground pop punk bands if he's very... Like I get... I'm in two minds. A part of me is like, cool, he's bringing pop punk to the mainstream. It's bringing more commercial success. Cool, he's working with these mainstream artists. But I wish he'd balance that out with working with underground artists as well because it would yeah. show that he actually mm-hmm. cares about pop punk and he's not just going with these mainstream artists because of the money. But also, hanging around Machine Gun Kelly, babe, that's not good for you. So he, he could just be doing what like Mike Shinoda was doing like on Twitch, looking at new bands. How cool would that be? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Him doing that, that would be amazing like for the scene but you're working with mm. call me crazy here we go i and i've said this before on the podcast but i genuinely feel there's some kind of la famous people illuminati where they all just support each other and blow smoke up each other's ass i've said it before i don't think machine gun kelly and megan fox is a real love story no. i don't I think, think so either no. i'm so convinced that it's it, fake because megan it's fox so fake like she has a lot to gain from him he has a lot to gain from her he see the in, gq interview oh my he's God. desperate to be um tommy lee from from motley crew and yeah. how did tommy lee ever elevate his career dating pamela anderson who's yeah. the 2021 version of pamela anderson megan fox and so i think that and then have you noticed they all support each other and how tight they all are yeah. and how they come for each other but again the only person i've really seen them support who's female is halsey but i feel like halsey was used to help elevate young blood's career but i was gonna sorry. say halsey was with young blood so then they want to get in I, that circle so that's that connection they wanted to make young blood big in america and i feel like it's all fake and i'm like a like you say where are we supporting the underground B, let's start um, 
supporting people of color without doing a featuring yeah right yeah don't have to feature <laughs> on everything um yes so without like going to... there here's this black band did you know they're black oh, it's they literally like it's like oh i've got a black friend it's literally that but in music Do you know i what listen I mean? to black music like oh yeah shut oh, up shut like, up I, what i, I want to see is the energy of Corey taylor because yeah. he's an ally and then also the energy of all time low because yeah. look what they did for meet me at the altar yeah if you don't know yeah. by the way and they worked with pale low. waves and they did yes. loads of stuff recently good for them <laughs> they oh, look great. happy and healthy <laughs> you yes, know what 100%. i actually i know that technically she's in the mix of like you know machine and kelly she's a mainstream industry plant she was famous beforehand but olivia rodrigo she makes some bangers like sour is such a good album she doesn't make the bangers. i don't give a fuck exactly. it's great okay i don't give a fuck i'm bored like if anybody has actually sold me on mainstream pop punk, Olivia Rodrigo's team, like they need to take Machine Gun Kelly's team, they need to take notes because Olivia Rodrigo, I'm sold. I'm sold. I They're bought just her all vinyl. Tramp stamps. Yeah. And I don't worked. care. Yeah, I was gonna say Olivia Rodrigo worked and Tramp stamps didn't. That's the only that's, difference. That's the only difference that's between the two. I don't care though. That's the point though. I guess her marketing team did the right job because yeah. I'm fucking sold. Yeah. I'm a Stanny for life. I'm a I'm a Rodrigo. I, I'm a, I'm a, what I'm would a you call it? Right. It sounds like an insect. Do you know what? I don't I'm a little know. olive. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. I'm, I'm here for the, the, the fakes coming <laughs> in. I know you're just being weird now. So I'm just like, okay. <laughs> ignore, ignore. <laughs> I'm just moving on. I'm a little <laughs> olive. I'm a sexy olive. Oh, oh no, God, no. Yes, don't make it weird. Don't make <laughs> it weird. I was I, trying to show my love for Olivia Rodrigo. You fucking creep. But, By the way, we love um, as well Travis Barker. Just to go back on yeah. that, because oh yeah, we, we weren't hating. We weren't, we're not hating. Never. He's we like, love him. He's like that uncle that you have that you know is like <laughs> doing a lot. But maybe this is just my family trauma. It's like that one weird uncle where you're like, I love you, but you're so fucking weird. Why have you been to jail? Why just are you come back? Like, come back yeah, to us, please. <laughs> what are you doing, uncle? Like, why do you why why are you selling illegal DVDs? <laughs> like, why did you steal hams from Lidl and selling them that down the pub? <laughs> that that is to meet your uncle. I've got like too many of them. A lot of them are in jail, but we move. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we just, it's just, I guess, seeing it from like feet on the ground, in the scene, watching what's going on. I've got a lot of love for Mark Hoppus and I think the way he did things. I love um, him so much. Oh, don't. And the Do you way know what, he... I love Mark, sorry. I love Mark Hoppus because he supported Neck Deep all time. Like, well, like when the 2010 yes. wave came, yeah. right? he wasn't one of those bands feeling insecure because, oh, there's all these kids coming in and they're getting popular and people are forgetting about us. He was like, oh shit. They like pop punk because of us. Cool. And he hopped on that. And I respect him for that. I love... He could have easily turned around, turned a blind eye and said, no, I'm going to gatekeep this genre. But no, he didn't. No. Because he's the best. He's a good guy. I feel like he's got feet on the ground. He's like in the scene. Um, And I feel like a lot of older musicians, myself included, not in a musician way, but in a broadcaster way, um, are so desperate to be relevant i'm saying sitting here with half orange half brown hair and i see the irony of what i I'm wasn't saying. gonna say it yeah but, i know um, i'm gonna <laughs> say it i thought who like, oh my god freshly out the womb yeah i feel like they're trying um they're trying so hard that they sometimes miss like they're, yeah. they're missing the the point a little bit because they're not in the scene they're just trying to be part of it does that make sense yes, yes. 
Fuck you guys. Sophie currently, right, has like space buns in with half orange hair. It's just not really funny. I love it. It looks amazing. But after that, that segment was just it's really funny. It's giving very, yeah, these people trying to be modern. Not me though. I'm a yeah. vintage girl. These people, look at me and living my trueness. No, it's funny. It's great. It looks amazing. I've had, I've had this for like forever. It looks oh, really Sophie cool, just pulled a, um, I had this before you were born. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I had the wolf cut before it was popular. No, I love it. I already love it. In like 2012. Um, no, no, no. No, I hear what you're saying. And I think it's true. I think, I think you can, you can still be like up to date and relevant. You just have to pick w- how far you go. Like, I'll tell you who rides the line and he's a young'un, but who's Jerris Johnson? I know it's not pop punk and I've gone off on one there. Jerris Johnson. The one that did the Papa Roach yeah oh thing. yeah he's cool he's like he's, he's really TikTok cool but guy. sometimes i'm like really i know uh, i get you on that i get you on that. I like you're gonna him. wear affliction okay you're trying you... to bring that back are you really yeah he is leave him alone stop being a bully this whole episode I like has just been you bullying bullying gen z's well you know what that's we Mom. wear black <laughs> that's the whole aesthetic without what that I we're nothing say, i hate because you miserable bitches won't say it um i'm really excited for like it's i know there's one strain of pop punk which is the mainstream strain but the underground strain is so Mm. exciting like there's so many amazing bands right now who are you know they're getting their magnolia park and action adventure have both been signed i think magnolia just been signed to to, it's epitaph i think epitaph Epitaph. and then uh action adventure got signed to pure noise uh meet me at the altar have got signed to fuel by ramen like it's just an exciting time it feels like do you remember in the 2010s when you first started seeing like more bands that weren't just Hayley Williams, you know, like uh, Stand Atlantic, Tonight Alive, We're the In Crowd. And it was like, oh my God, there's more people like us. That's how it feels now, seeing like... And more, they start, more people are starting pop punk bands from like out of the womb babies. You know, when you're like, I'm going to make a band and it's pop punk because my inbox is full of them and it's full currently. So sorry anyone who's tweeting me saying that. They were uh, born yesterday and they're like, do you know what? Let's fucking do it. There's, there's loads. There is so much, like most music I get sent now is pop punk, which is exciting for the genre. Good. That's what we like to see. To end the episode, before we go on to words of wisdom, let's just do a rate or slate. (gasps) Yes, love this. Let's do a rate or slate. Okay. Um, Wait, wait, let me, let me, bring up some bands good for a year you look happy slight slight not me okay Fuck off. i'm olivia ready for you guys stand for okay. life all right you ready okay. blink on eight two yeah. right 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 green day right 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 yeah some 41 right right yeah don't you fucking dare like you i like them dare, but i don't yeah. i'm not really into you know i don't stuff. even want the explanation do you know what so. when they go viral on tiktok soon yeah, so when they're on fan. TikTok, yeah, you'll be a fan. Okay, <laughs> I'm on... okay good Charlotte. Right. Right, right. yeah. Um, the Offspring? Right. Right. Okay. Um, Machine Gun Kelly? Slight. <laughs> Slight. <laughs> In the bin. <laughs> Wait, who belongs? Forever. Tie up that bag. Olivia yeah. Rodrigo? Slight. Right! Right! Slight. Right. So hard. Right! Right. Um, neck deep. Right. right. Absolutely right. right. Would die for that band. Best band ever. Nicest guys alive. And last but not least, Meet Me at the Altar. Right. right. Would die for them getting my Meet Me at the Altar tramp stamp next week. Okay, great. Great. Um, so words of wisdom. Um, anyone got any words of wisdom? I do. Mm. 
You do yours first. <laughs> no, oh, you dear. go. Go on. No, go on. <laughs> I can't. Stay happy and healthy. Not me, but you guys stay happy and healthy. Right, we're going to end the uh, call right here. Oh, Yasmin God. is out of the podcast, everyone. <laughs> okay, my words of wisdom... It's disgusting. ...are that... If you see someone into pop punk, someone like Olivia Rodrigo, cool. Don't make fun of them. Don't be mean. Just see if you can get them into some of the other bands and bring them into the scene and let them come to the dark side. Yeah. 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 Embrace them. And if they don't want to embrace it, cool. Guess they're a poser, yeah. but Cool. Whatever. Mine is similar to that, but with bands. Like bands, if you're both into pop punk, support each other. Just one love and all that drama if you start getting bigger and older you're only going to get more miserable if you're not supporting the people that looked up to you as the token lgbtq plus of this podcast i'm just going to say with my whole chest that was so gay thank you that was so gay thank you thank you that was homophobic no homosexual wait i was gonna say wait what i done good for once i'm normally i'm in an arm about my words of wisdom were you gonna say oh minutes. usually i'm a massive homophobe That's what I you usually, usually i hate them no i'm joking i'm not but yeah that was good so okay. that was good words of wisdom thank you so to follow us um it's at we wear black pod on twitter and instagram and to follow me it's at i am sophie k on twitter and instagram i am sophie k x on tiktok I am at Yasmin Suman on Twitter and Instagram. No, I, I'm at Yasmin Suman on Instagram and at Yasmin Suman X on Twitter and TikTok. I'm at Alex Holcomb on Instagram and on Twitter and at Alex Plates Punk on TikTok. Cool. Stay happy and healthy, y'all. Get in touch, by the way, and let us know if you think we should start some kind of Patreon or merch or something. Should we be more involved? Give us your suggestions because we want to know what you would get behind. Yeah, what would um, you want to see? We have no yeah. fucking clue, babes. We don't know what we're, we're doing. We are winging We're this. dumb as fuck. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.